You see, I was searching for happiness in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not in some motel, hotel, holiday inn. No. It's in that little place I like to call the gin and juice room, man. Now, all y'all, please say it with me. Respect my heart. Y'all been so good to me. You see, baby, I don't do this just for the recognition. What's my name? Mr. Payne. What's my name? Mr. Payne. Somebody in this camp, I can feel it in my bones. Daddy, give me my baby back. Come on. What you laughing at, boy? You laughing at me? You know who the daddy of that chocolatey baby is? Huh? You do? Well, who is it? Speak up! It's my baby boss. It's mine. I'm the father of that baby boss. Boss? I'm that baby's dad. Any fool can see that baby belongs to me. I want a different. That little rascal belonged to me. Proud to say, boss? I'm that baby's daddy. I be the paw, boss. I'm the paw of that dear youngin', boss. I'm the baby. <laughs> Man, R.I.P. to Bernie Mac. Gosh. For those of you who are completely clueless on what scene that was from, that was from the 1999 film Life, starring Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, even Rick James, man, was in there. Rick James was spanky. Go back if you didn't know that. R.I.P. to Rick James as well. Love Life and specifically that scene, which speaks on not only fatherhood but brotherhood in a situation where they knew that one of their their uh, own was at risk of getting in deep trouble in this mississippi prison camp and you may be asking yourself how is that excerpt from the movie life how is it relevant to this podcast of course besides the fact that martin lawrence was in the movie and this is the martin show podcast But honestly, I felt like for Father's Day, there needed to be a really interesting intro. I mean, sometimes I just go straight into the episode, but I just, I had been watching Life like the day before yesterday and I was like, oh my goodness, this is it. I had like a eureka moment. And so I was like, this is perfect to open up the Martin episode, Mama's Baby, Martin's Maybe. This is from season three, episode eight, and it aired on Fox November 3rd. 1994. This episode opens up in Martin's apartment. Gina and Pam are awaiting Martin as he brings home Gina's mother who's in town visiting. Pam, they should be here by now. I hope Martin got to the airport on time. I don't know why you let your mother stress you out like this. You're right. I'm a grown-up, right? I'm a grown woman. Mm -hmm. Mother-in-law's in in the house. you and your mama get reacquainted. I just go on back here and feed the belly gum. Uh, come on, Gabby. I think I got a tin can in the kitchen. You want? Stupid. It's nice to see you again, Miss Waters. Oh, you too, Pamela. <laughs> now, where shall I put my things? I, I, no, no. You better put those things down. Give me those. No. 
We got you all set up in the bedroom because that's where you're going to be sleeping with your sweet mother-in-law self. Look at you. Huh? Let me stand back and look at you. Both of you together. Look at you. We are family. Uh-uh. Thank you, Martin. Well, you certainly have fixed up the little love nest, shall we say? Mommy, it's not like that. Oh, who are you kidding? Child, please. Uh, Miss Waters, I know you're used to the best, so uh, we intend on making this just like Motel 6 for you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you know I got a little junkie joke for the mother-in-law. <laughs> Martin, you're such a gentleman. Well, thank you. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, uh, uh, Miss Waters, this, this, uh, this, this is my best friend, Reverend Tommy Strong. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, this is, uh, don't be embarrassed, Rev. This, this is, uh, Miss Waters. This, this Gina's mother. Oh. Uh-huh, and, uh, you a reverend, ain't you, boy? <laughs> uh, what's the good word for the day? Come on, good word. The good word. What should you bless on the... Oh, good word. God bless you, man. Yes. Uh, well, uh, uh, let us pray. You know, it's so wonderful uh, to be gathered here on this joyous occasion. Go ahead. Go ahead. You don't hear me for the coming of... The... Mrs. Waters, amen, and I heard in a sermon from Jody C. to the Philistine, Brother Devante say, lately amen. he's been feeling, amen, I said in the song, amen, amen in the song, amen, 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 okay, uh, Reverend, don't you got a wedding to perform this evening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 uh, oh, take oh. your best man with you. Pleasure to meet you, Mrs. Waters. God bless you. May the Lord watch between me and you. got to say the benediction. Just to catch you up on where we are in the Martin show, this is season three, and it started off with Martin fresh off of joining the cult. <laughs> And after a series of failed attempts to gain employment from working at Hoochie Burger. Welcome to Hoochie Burger. May I take your order, please? I'm sorry, ma'am, but I can't hear you. You're going to have to speak directly into the Hoochie. Two even buffing floors, which, by the way, Martin Lawrence, the comedian, actually buffed floors at Kmart in Maryland when he was a struggling comedian. But as season three continues, Martin Payne eventually gets a job working at a television station and through sheer luck ends up being the host of the talk show Word on the Street. As for Martin and Gina in their relationship, they're engaged by this episode. Cole, although noticeably absent, is still with Big Shirley, and thanks to Martin being the love doctor for Tommy. You know, Martin, I just feel, I feel like I'm stuck in this cycle, right? Yeah. Meet a woman, doesn't work out, and I'm back in the clubs looking again, man. All I'm left with are the drugs. <laughs> but Tommy, I tell you what I always tell my public. Hey. You, you need a woman you can trust. A woman who's your friend. <laughs> Did you see my show? Did you watch the show? There is this one sister that I want to get wet, but I don't know how to approach it. Well, are you straight up with it? Yes. 
Ugh, this is, uh, okay, let me think. Bam. Um, this is what you need to do. You, you need to tell her how you feel. And if she's a friend, she'll be right there for you. Now get on out of here. I'm in love. Oh, yes. Martin's own advice brought his best friend and his best enemy, Pam, together. They are a couple in this episode. Now let's get back to our favorite mother-in-law. She presses the newly engaged couple about wedding details. So, what have you kids been doing with yourselves? Uh, well, we, we, we just been cooling, you know. Uh, uh, we, uh, you know, just planning for the big wedding day, that's all. Oh, well, you make sure you plan well, Martin. Yeah. Gina is <laughs> our only baby, and we want the best for her. Oh, Mommy, yeah. Yeah. I already have the best. Girl, <laughs> I should slob you down right now. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, got your mother. <laughs> look, I got to go to work. So, uh, Miss Water, look, you make yourself comfortable, all right? All right, you here. Let me get a look at you. <laughs> You're the mother in law. Baby, walk me in the door. Okay, okay. Ma, get yourself something at the kitchen, okay? Oh, man. I'm doing. Fine, Martin, fine, but why did you have to say Tommy was a preacher? Brownie points, brownie points. I wanted to go back tell your father everything's cool with us, so I have to whoop his ass. Oh, no, 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 he ain't here. Why you get mad? Kiss, kiss. Bless you. Okay, all right. Mr. Waters. Ah, the mother-in-law. <laughs> Gina, I have to confess. Your father and I were worried about this moving in thing. And? And? I feel silly. Martin has really matured. He's a wonderful man. He's got a preacher for a friend, and he's so nice to that Pam. Martin told me on the way over that she was raised by wolves. Now, if you're a fan of the Martin Show like I am, you know that Martin loved so many things. He loved Gina. He loved his friends. And you know what else Martin loved? You know, Martin loved the kids. Martin loves them kids, boy. Dummy, he loves the kids. That's right. Marty Martin loves the kids. But in this next scene, as Martin prepares to tape for Word on the Street, his familiar phrase becomes a little bit too real. All right, let's go, people. Yo, man. Hey, 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 get off the phone. This ain't Duck and Donut. We got work to do. Let's go, man. Yeah. You know? Martin, there's a young man here to see you. Oh. Hey, what's up? What's happening, little brother? What's up, Martin? <laughs> what's up? His name is Marvin. He says he knows you. Martin, don't let him touch anything. <laughs> we don't usually allow children on the set. <laughs> As Martin and Marvin turn to face Bernice, they both use the same mannerisms, looking her up and down. Oh, yeah. He knows you. <laughs> what's up, little brother? Man, you got a set of ears on you. So what's up? What can I do for you? I just wanted to meet you. You're my hero. Hey, you the man. What? Well, all right. well thank you. Well, uh, what can I say? Uh, well, Martin love the kids, you know. What you need? A t-shirt, autograph, what you want? I was hoping you'd sign this for me. Marvin hands Martin over a throwback photograph from a senior prom. Where'd you get that? My mother. Angie Johnson is your mother? You took her to the senior prom 10 years ago. Mom said you had a really good time that night. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 I, uh, I remember. 
had sprained my ankle on the dashboard because I had flipped it. I can't. No, I can't tell you that you a little kid, ain't you? Marvin is played by the actor Marcus T. Polk. Although starting off his career performing at the tender age of three at Venice Beach, Marcus T. Polk eventually took on roles on various movies and television shows, including Grace Under Fire, Thea, The Sinbad Show, Fresh Prince, The Parenthood, Nothing to Lose, which also starred Martin Lawrence, Third Rock from the Sun, The Parkers, Moesha, The Proud Family, Roll Bounce, and Blackish, just to name a few. Uh, uh, how old did you say you were? Ten. How? Uh, give me a minute. Ten. Carry the one. No, 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 I couldn't be, man. Couldn't. Hey, man, this ain't no Dunkin' Donuts. You got work to do. Thank you. Come, 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 come on over here for a sec. Sit, 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 sit down. Um, um, uh, uh, okay, um, um, when did you say your birthday was? It's in March. Okay, hold on now. The senior prom was in, what, June? And so what you got, uh, June, July, nine months later is what, um, March. What's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, damn. Still in shock by the fact that he is now a father of a 10-year-old, Martin's dilemma only intensifies as he comes home to not only have to tell Gina the truth, but also her mother. Gina. Gina, baby, I got to talk to you. Make your mother, I'm Wait. Uh, so let me check on her, baby. I'm... As Martin tiptoes to his bedroom to quickly peek to make sure that Mrs. Waters is still asleep, he heads back over to the pull-out couch as he decides to go ahead and tell Gina the truth. Oh, uh, Gina, I got to tell you something. Something happened to me today, baby. I know, I know you don't like to be woke up. Just hold on. I didn't know it was going to happen. Listen, baby, you got to promise me you won't tell your mother about this, okay? I don't think an old wrinkled heart could take it, baby. <laughs> please, don't, please, what up, baby? I'm going to come, I'm going to be a man and come straight out and tell you, okay, what, what, what's going on in my life. Don't come up swinging, please. Uh, Gina? I got me a 10-year-old son. As Martin delivers this news, this person under the covers begins to rock aggressively, and Martin hops on and rides that person like a bull, who up until this point thinks is Gina. Oh, baby, no. No, baby, no. I know, I know, baby, I know. Oh, baby, no. Oh, oh, baby, oh, 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 baby, no. As Gina appears from the bedroom, Mrs. Waters finally reveals that she was the one under the blankets. Oh, damn. Gina, I swear to you, I didn't know until today. Uh-huh, just sowing your little wild oats everywhere. Look, Gina, you better tell your mother, all right? My oats may be wild, but the damn sure ain't leather. Right? You better let her know what I'm saying. Not now, Martin. Not now. 
Gina, you are not ready to be some child's stepmother. You're still a child yourself. Now get your things, I'll start the car. Mommy, please. Martin and I have to talk about this alone, okay? What you need to do is just leave him alone. Now I know why they threw Mama from the train. Who's this boy's mother? It's this girl named Angie, okay? I took her to the senior prom. One thing led to another. Ten years later, I got a son. Look, Gina, I'm just as surprised as you. Did you talk to this Angie person about this? No, I tried to call her on the phone, but, you know, she wasn't home. So I'm going to go over there tomorrow night and talk to her. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> if anybody goes over there tomorrow night, it's going to be us. Us! Look, Gina, I hope you ain't mad at me. It ain't like I'm, no. you know, I knew, oh, okay, I had babies. Okay, no, on. no, Martin, it's not like that, okay? It's just... It just means there's going to be a whole lot of changes for us. Look, Gina, you know I love you. Don't nobody come before you, Gina. Okay, but I got to stand up to my responsibility. I can't have no son out there without no father. I ain't going out like that, Gina. All right. All right, I understand. I really do. We go in there and deal with my mother. She's probably slicing up your drawers, but... <laughs> This next scene opens up at Mr. Jim's barbershop as Martin tells the others about his newfound fatherhood. That's $8. Money grip. Oh, man, Mr. Jim. I've been coming here, man, for what? 20 years? Give a brother a discount. Hey, boy, you better give me my $8. Broke as I am, yeah. Here's your change, yeah. Oh, got my tip. Watch it now. Don't mess with the gratuity. <laughs> you sure that boy you're talking about is yours? I mean, I hate to see you mess around here and get ganked. Well, you better take care of because I take care of all my kids. Ask their mamas. Yeah, if you knew how many of them you had, all them bubblehead kids you got look like a dozen chocolate eggs walking down the street. <laughs> With noses, too. Hey, 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 there go my little man. Remember I told y'all about him? Yeah, this, this, this is my, uh, my little boy, my... Little soldier, everybody, everybody check him out. Uh. What's up? What's up, folks? Come on in here. Uh, everybody, this is Marvin. Marvin, this is this, this everybody, man. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, come on up here. This is Mr. Jim. That's where I get all my bad habits. Man, hey, shut up, boy. <laughs> Mr. Jim is played by the actor John Wesley, and his acting credits included My Three Sons, The Richard Boone Show, Knight Rider, The Jeffersons, Benson, Hill Street Blues, Matlock, Married with Children, 227, The Facts of Life, Nothing But Trouble, which, by the way, this 1991 film is hilarious. Shout out to Dan Aykroyd. Shout out to John Candy. Tupac was in it because there even was like a digital underground scene. Demi Moore. If you've never seen Nothing But Trouble, this 1991 film is such a classic to me. It's hilarious. So you need to see that. But anyway, I digress. His other acting credits included Fresh Prince, Baywatch, In the Heat of the Night, Living Single, The Jamie Foxx Show, Frasier, All of Us, and even NCIS, just to name a few. And sadly, he recently passed away September 9th, 2019, after losing his battle to cancer. Now, Marvin, now look here. Now, yeah, you can't be hanging around here unless I can give you a nickname. Uh, so, by the powers rested in me, I hereby name you 
Shawty Doo-Wop. And Marvin, I'm Pretty Pearl, the boot black. World-renowned for talking a whole lot of smickety-smack. <laughs> What's up, Marvin? I'm Tommy. Tommy? Yeah. Is that your barbershop name? Oh, no, no, no. You got to have hair to have a nickname. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah I got your smickety-smack. Now, Marvin, now, next time you come here, I'm going to give you a free haircut and a couple of Slim Jims, huh? <laughs> I love this barbershop. <laughs> Come on, boy, get off my though. You love the barbershop. You only been here a minute. Come on, get off. Uh, I'm gonna take him all down to the, to the, you know, probably shopping mall or something. Probably pick up a few things for my little boy. Yeah, yeah. Look at him. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. That, that's my little boy. That's a, you know, what, what you call him? Show the do what? Show the do what? Oh man, it's enough to make you proud. Mm. <laughs> hey, y'all come on back soon, yeah? All right, now. Oh, I don't never say nothing bad about them. All them is they got, they'll hear every damn <laughs> After a day of bonding with Shawty Doo-Wop, a.k.a. Marvin, the two head back to Martin's apartment. This is great, Martin. Oh, good love. You learn that from? Hey, nothing. Watch this. Hey. <laughs> oh, but look, watch this. I'm coming under. Yeah, yeah. Oh, glad I am. Under, 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 well, uh, I guess I got to handle my business. Look, I'm going to make a few calls. Check my messages. I'll be back, all right? Okay. Make yourself at home. Uh, are you cool? Yeah. You straight because you cool? Yeah. Or you cool because you straight? I don't know. I see you confused. <laughs> As Marvin settles into Martin's apartment, he soon comes face to face with a potential playmate. is that you lucky you found your father. So don't ever lose touch with your father because fathers, they important to a kid. Although we are kind of shocked by Roscoe's wholesome act, we all know that this won't last long. You got anybody? Yeah, six dollars. Well, look, Gina still owes me for, for the uh, cookies that she ordered from me two years ago. So um, <laughs> give me the money. That's I'm taking the bottle. You ain't getting my money. Now get this stampin' and cut the cone. What? What? Well, you lucky I got a dice game to go to. That's I whoop you and your father's ass. Boy, now, you all may have found yourselves watching the Mari Povich show, especially when they do the DNA reveal. But 
I will say, although in this particular Martin episode, we don't get a DNA reveal, we do come to a huge revelation. I'm not leaving, Martin. I will. Hey, Jenna. Hey, honey. Uh, how you doing, Miss Waters? Mm. <laughs> Look, I was just about to go over and talk to Marvin and Angie. You want to roll with me? Oh, yeah, to meet Angie, most definitely. When are we leaving? <laughs> we... Mommy, we, we, we could, could be my life. Hey, Martin, how you doing? How you doing, Angie? How you doing? How you doing? Hi, I'm Gina Waters, Martin's fiance. <laughs> and this is my mother. She got my back. <laughs> Hi, uh, Miss Waters. Charmed. Angie. I was just coming over to see you. I think we got a few things to talk about. Yeah, uh, uh, c come on right here, boy. Come on. You must be Marvin. Why don't y'all have a seat? Angie is played by the actress Kimberly Brooks. But believe it or not, this was not the first character she played on the Martin series. In season one, episode 19, The Breakup Part Two, she played a character named Deidre at the club. And Martin slept with this character too. Martin? two years ago, remember? Oh, hey, Deidre, how you doing, baby? Why do you remember? We met at a club. Yeah. Then we went back to your apartment and made love. <laughs> and I asked you if you still respect me in the morning, and you said yes. Oh, with all due respect. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never called, Mark. And I sat by that telephone for two years. Two years, Mark. Who do you think you are? Did you have to sit by your telephone for two years? Dang, from Deidre to Angie, love it. So her other acting credits included Married with Children, Poetic Justice, Rock, Living Single, NYPD Blue, Murphy Brown, The Waynes Brothers, The Jamie Foxx Show, Even Stevens, The Parkers, The Bernie Mac Show, and she had a recurring role on the short-lived series Huff, just to name a few. Uh, Martin, Marvin owes you an apology. No, 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 Marvin don't owe me no apology, Angie. I think you the one to owe me the apology. I mean, come on, you should have told me I had a son. Martin! I mean, I mean, come on. After all these years, you just gonna come around here and not even tell me I got children, people's babies? I mean, come on, you, you know you're lucky my mother don't drop you. You know what I'm saying? Really, Angie, you should have told Martin he had a 10-year-old son. First of all, Marvin is only eight years old. And second of all, Marvin is not your son. What? <laughs> Marvin's father is being transferred to Arizona because of his job. And see, Marvin here, he don't want to leave Detroit. And that's what that's all about. Oh, <coughs> hold up. Hold up. You mean this ain't my son and I spent all my damn money on Shorty? I'm sorry I lied to you, Martin. I just didn't want to go to Arizona. I'm sorry I lied to you, Martin. I just didn't want to go to Arizona. How you gonna say I'm your hero and you lied to me? Being somebody's father is serious business, Marvin. I thought we were cool, huh? I thought we were crossing them. Bow, huh? Bow. Go on, Marvin. Tell him why you did it. Cause I never wanted to be like Mike. I just wanted to be like Martin. 
Martin, can I keep my barbershop name? Man, don't try to come at me with that little kid stuff. Martin, can't keep my barbershop name. <laughs> Look, I don't know, Marvin. You lost some cool points with me, man. All right, all right. It ain't like you, you know, you know, kick me in the back of the head or nothing like that. Um, I'll tell you what. You, you go to Arizona, you know, and I'll check up on you there, you know, give you a chance to earn it back, you know, so to speak. We'll keep in touch. Come on here, boy. We're going to go home and deal with your real father. Come on. Uh, 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 Marvin, look, man, you know they be tripping in Arizona, right? And no matter what they tell you, Martin Luther King's birthday is a holiday. Stay home. <laughs> you ain't got no more babies I should know about out there, do you? Yeah. Go you know, Arizona really did have a lot of controversy in regards to acknowledging the Martin Luther King holiday. With multiple failed attempts to reserve the holiday as early as the 1970s, on March 18, 1986, three years after President Ronald Reagan had already declared it a national holiday, Governor Bruce Babbitt finally declared the Martin Luther King holiday in Arizona. However, it was repealed a year later by Governor Evan Meckham, but it backfired. With the 1992 Super Bowl up in the air, Arizona was boycotted and lost millions due to their lack of acknowledging this important holiday. And ironically, the Super Bowl of 1992 was moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota, which now serves as the epicenter of the reignited protest due to the death of George Floyd by the hands of a police officer. And actually, New Hampshire was the very last state to acknowledge the Martin Luther King holiday. I'm so proud of you, stepping up and accepting responsibility. I'd like that in your future husband. Mm -hmm. Martin, we only want what's right for Gina. <laughs> and I was just looking out for her best interest, but I must admit, what you did was very commendable. I really saw another side of you. Be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw another side of you, too, when I climbed in that bed with you the other night. All right, I don't want to see it no more, though, okay? I don't want to see it. I don't want to... Okay, all right, well, you know I'm just messing with you, little jokey joke, you little sweet mother-in-law. <laughs> Good night. All right. Good night, Snookum. Good night, Mom. I'm going to bed. All right. right. You're going to be in there all day, all right? Because I don't want to get the mix up. I got Duran one more time. Oh, 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 gonna wind up looking like you're in that gown when you get older, are you? I don't get no complaints at home. That's because he's hitting that Kavazia. <laughs> So that was our Father's Day episode, even though Martin ended up not being a father. 
A little bit of background information about this episode, Mama's Baby Martin's Maybe. It was directed by Garen Keith. And of course, you can hear all of his directing credits in our very first podcast, Do You Remember the Time? And our writer was Sam Art Williams. His writing credits included Cagney and Lacey, Frankie's Place, The Debbie Allen Special, and Fresh Prince. His acting credits, which I thought were pretty interesting, included the Coen Brothers film, Blood Simple, 227, Miami Vice, The Women on Brewster's Place, and A Rage in Harlem. Now, you know what time it is. It's time for us to get to stepping. So that's what we're going to do. As always, a little housekeeping before we go. I just want to thank all of you who support The Martin Show Podcast. Remember, you can email me at themartinshowpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, we are available on all platforms where podcasts are available. Keep it quick this time. So until next time, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Peace.